the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Boy, is Donald Trump mean. Yeah, in the last 24 hours, we found out that he doesn't care about kids with uh, special needs. So in his new budget, Special Olympics will not be getting as much money. Big cut to them. And he doesn't care about sick people who can't afford health uh, coverage. So he's decided to completely blow up Obamacare. And that, of course, means uh, everybody who has pre-existing conditions will die. We'll have an expert on to talk about that after the break, by the way. So the budget is the big topic today. And uh, it will be the usual moronic argument with Democrats saying that Republicans are mean and are actually in favor of people dying because of no health insurance. And most of the media will sing that same song. But if you're going to be subjected to this stuff from the media, you've got uh, I think you've come to the right place here because I have some numbers for you, courtesy of Forbes magazine and the website openbooks.com. We've had a guest on uh, from that uh, website uh, in the past. This is uh, this is why when I hear about uh, government spending and the budget and uh, my taxes, when I as I read this stuff to you, just keep in mind that it's what, March uh, 27th. I think uh, I think you still have to work until like April 20th, another month, maybe three or four weeks. You'll have to work just to pay your taxes for this year. So if you if you work today and you're on your way home, you everything you did today was to pay your taxes. That's the way it works. And that'll be the case until about April 20th. So here it is from Forbes. Uh, since 2004, 20 large federal agencies admit paying out one point two trillion in improper uh, payments. One quarter of the proposed budget from Donald Trump uh, is $4.7 trillion, as that's what that amounts to. Last year, the improper payments were $140 billion. That's about $12 billion per month. Now, here's what an, this is the definition of an improper payment, and, uh, and it's defined by federal law. Payments made by the government to the wrong person in the wrong amount or for the wrong reason. How's that grab you? How'd you like to have people in charge doing that? Paying some, paying the wrong person the wrong amount for the wrong reason. Other than that, it's money well spent. Uh, in 2011, when uh, Barack Obama signed the Affordable Care Act, Congress, uh, they all said they were going to pay for it by getting rid of the waste and fraud and corruption. Well, the improper payments within those programs went from $64 billion in 2000, 2012 to $85 billion today. Here's where some of the money went. And keep again, keep this in mind as you realize that you work today only to pay your taxes. Dead people received $1 billion in benefits. Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security payments. Uh, they uh, all, uh, the, let's see what else. Uh, retirement, annuity payouts, pensions went to dead recipients. College students were overpaid nearly $6 billion in Pell Grants and student loans. Approximately 4% of all payments were improper. Social Security recipients recipients were overpaid by $10 billion. Six million active Social Security numbers belong to people aged 112 and older. Now think about this for a minute. Six million. That's what, the population of Chicago? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's a big city. Six million active Social Security numbers belong to people aged 112 and older. They're active. There are 40 people in the entire world aged 112 or over. But there are 6 million active Social Security numbers for people aged 112 or over. A Medicare and Medicaid improperly paid $85 billion in benefits. The government paid doctors who were stripped of their medical license. Farmers were overpaid $242 million on crop subsidies. And the unemployment insurance recipients received $3.6 billion in overpayments, and the depart- uh, that was administered by the states through the Department of Labor. The Pentagon paid overpaid $1.2 billion for things like civilian, military retirement and travel pay, health benefits, and other stuff. And it says here the $1.3 
uh, billion, I'm sorry, 1.3 million bureaucrats in the executive agencies earned $120 billion last year, according to uh, openbooks.com, which means for every $1 million in federal payroll, the agencies admitted to $1.2 million in improper payments. Think about that for a minute. Every $1 million that your taxpayers paid to these people for their jobs, for every $1 million that was paid, those agencies sent out $1.2 million in improper payments to the wrong people at the wrong time, for the wrong purpose, and all that stuff. What you, I read that to you. Now, here's a quick summary. Here are 10 examples, according to Forbes, uh, of what $140 billion in improper federal payments could have purchased. $10 billion next Netflix subscriptions. 320 million fancy bicycles at 425 each. 140 million people could have gotten root canals at $1,000 a piece. 28 million teenagers could have gotten braces at 5000 each. 5 million hip replacements for seniors at $32,000 each. $700,000 in additional doctors hired at the VA at 200000 each. 23 border walls with Mexico at $6 billion each. Twelve times they could have updated the nuclear arsenal at $11 billion each. And seven times the U.S. Census count, $20 billion each. And one time the year of all, one times a year of all federal pension uh, payouts. So that's everything that they paid out in pensions, they also spent, except with $10, million, $10 billion less for that, of that, they spent in improper payments. So $130 billion for pensions, $140 billion in money to the wrong people for, at the wrong place for the wrong time, and uh, that's your federal government at work. So keep all that in mind as you hear uh, about the, uh, the budget um, and uh, where that money should go and you know why we need to give $15 million to Special Olympics. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about what happens if Obamacare goes away. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, Cobra, there are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial Plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. We have to understand that Haiti is a country that at best of times is in crisis. Angel Aloma, Executive Director for Food for the Poor. Can you just give us kind of a summary of just how bad things are in Haiti right now? The doctors and the hospitals that we support are telling us this could actually open up to the worst epidemic of cholera. I'm John Stagerwald. Your business could be the answer to saving lives. Become a business benefactor with the answer today. Here's how it works. You make a $1,200 tax-deductible gift to Food for the poor and we'll give you $1,200 in free primetime advertising for your business this year. We don't get a dime, nada, zilch. It all goes to meet the need in Haiti. Food for the Poor, an organization that operates at 95% efficiency. Your tax-deductible gift will provide nearly four families food for a year and water for life. Imagine that. Call 412-937-1500, 412-937-1500, or give online at theanswerpgh.com. Offer ends March 31st. Hi, this is Fred Dreyer, former Rams defensive end. Football season just ended, and you can bet teams are already hard at work scouting new talent for next season. But if you're running a small business, you need to know where to go to find top recruits. LinkedIn, it's where people go every day to make connections, grow in their careers, and discover new job opportunities. LinkedIn Jobs takes the time to learn more about who you're looking for and then recommends the qualified candidates you want to spend time talking to to make a quality hire you're excited about. 
customers rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires, and posting your job on LinkedIn gives you the best chance of finding and starting a conversation with your next star recruit. It's no surprise a new hire is made every eight seconds using LinkedIn. So build your winning team by posting your job opportunity on LinkedIn and visit LinkedIn.com slash solution. Get $50 off your first job post. That's LinkedIn.com slash solution. Terms and conditions apply. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on a up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. As I said a few minutes ago, Donald Trump is really mean. Uh, He doesn't care about special needs kids, so he wants to defund the Special Olympics. And he doesn't care about you if you're sick because he wants to kill Obamacare once and for all. At least, uh, anyway, that's the way he's going to be portrayed for the next couple of years. And the Democrats are going to jump on the Obamacare issue big because they don't have Russia anymore. At least they shouldn't have it. They probably will try to hold on to that for a little bit longer, but they're going to end up losing that. And it's all, so it's all going to be about Obamacare and pre-existing conditions. Anne-Marie Scheiber is a research fellow at the Heartland Institute and the managing editor of Healthcare News. She joins us now. Anne-Marie, thanks for being here. Well, good afternoon, John. It's a pleasure. Thank you for uh, so, having me. Thank you for, for coming on. So in, in your opinion, is there or has there been anything good about Obamacare? Well, you know, uh, a lot of people wonder. We've been out now four or five years. I think it's been successful to the extent that it has made many people realize that we have a very dysfunctional healthcare system. And the way to fix it is to look at where we've had success in other industries, industries that have succeeded because their markets have been able to operate freely. You know, the biggest complaint we have in healthcare is cost and access. You do not hear these complaints in other sectors of the economy where there is competition and choice. Prices reflect value. But in healthcare, we have a system controlled by a limited number of payers, mostly the federal government with our entitlement programs, and third-party payers, insurance companies, who are influenced, and, and they influence the prices. And, and God help you if you have to go outside that payment structure to pay on your own. Prices are through the roof. So, you know, like Obamacare, like every public policy, it was designed with good intentions. You know, under Obamacare, the idea was to address the fact that 30 million or so Americans did not have health insurance. But that's where the problem started there, right there. I mean, it doubled down on a system that was far from perfect. You know, there's this assumption that health insurance equals health care, and that's not the case. Insurance is a payment system. And in healthcare. Insurance doesn't even function like insurance. We buy insurance to mitigate risk, right? You know, to cover what we hope are rare events that can be financially devastating. But that's not what we use health insurance for. We use it as a third-party payment system. And we've done that for decades. People have become extracted from the true cost. And so it is a system where we cannot reward value. Prices are set in every possible other possible way. And that's why we have so many unhappy people. So Obamacare has not been successful because it didn't address the core problems. And we're starting now to discover that more and more each day. Okay, uh, you you know, what you talked about there, it just reminds me, uh, I think about this all the time. I've had four knee surgeries uh, on the same knee. Uh, uh, The last one was a long time ago, but I went through four of them over a period of years. They're minor surgeries. But I asked um, every question imaginable prior to the surgery and the doctors were great telling me what it was going to entail and you know what the recovery would be and everything about it except for one thing i never asked how much it's going to cost 
Oh, well, that too. <laughs> yeah, and, yes, and I know. That, is and there any other? Pro- you- yeah, is there any other product that people would would buy that they would never ever even? And, and if there if there were uh, if a thousand people had surgery today, nine hundred and ninety nine of them wouldn't ask how it costs, how much it costs. Exactly, and I've had knee surgery, and if it didn't work and you didn't pay for it, would you care? No. Right. So why change it? Right. So, so what was the the, the net of? So I think I, I, that gets to what you were talking about of being insurance. Um, you know, if you're talking about pre-existing conditions, um, that's not insurance. That's that. There's a difference between insurance and health care. If you're already sick, you, uh, you're not. You don't go to a company and say, "Listen, I'm really sick. I need you to insure me uh, against having uh, health care costs." No, no company, no ins- true insurance uh, business would would take that case on. Right. Look at auto insurance. You can't right. call up an auto insurance company and say, I got in a crash. Can you insure me? Right. <laughs> so how, how did we get to that point? I mean, you, you talked about that a little bit in your uh, the first answer there, but how did we get to the point where it became, because um, uh, I remember as a kid, and I'm I'm old, but I remember as a kid that you had, doc, people had things that were called doctor bills. And, and yes. you know, the, the lady next door, if I was throwing, we were throwing rocks in the backyard, she'd say, listen, if you hit my son with one of those, you're, I'm going to your parents to pay his doctor bills. So that tells me that people must have actually gone to the doctor and written out a check for the 10 stitches after I hit the kid in the head with a rock. Right. And, and when did that were change? very aware of the cost. Right. And, you know, the issue of pre-existing conditions is so difficult because now we are so entrenched in this third-party system. So what do you do? You can't have people not paying into a system because it's so expensive and then walking in on the on-ramp demanding care. It is a very tough problem, but it's tough to figure out what the solution is in an already dysfunctional market. You know, we definitely need to fix it. And I think, you know, to me, the solution is creating or, or at least allowing the government to allow more free market forces to, to improve the market. You know, what we need to do is create more payers, empowering consumers to spend their own health care dollars. And, and the market will respond. You know, prices for goods and services will be set by what people are able and willing to spend. Yeah, is least you know... Is, oh, is LASIK sorry, sorry to interrupt, but is, is LASIK surgery a good example of that? I, I'm hearing ads all the time now for two hundred and fifty dollars an eye. You can get LASIK surgery. It's not insured, uh, and you know, the cost has is, gone down. Yeah. It was five thousand dollars an eye probably fifteen years ago. That is an excellent example. Another area is plastic surgery, where people pay out of their own pocket and mm-hmm. they shop around for prices and they know exactly what they're going to pay. The other one is dental care, which is also operated somewhat outside of an insurance market. And people do call and they find out exactly what they're paying for yep. and what they're going to be getting for that for that bill. Yeah, and, and uh, LAS- something like LASIK surgery, what do you think it would cost per eye if it was uh, covered by the government and everybody had access to the, to the uh, surgery? $10,000 an eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just a rough guess, but that yeah. wouldn't be surprising to me. So, but, but, uh, but, uh, so uh, how have insurance companies reacted to being forced to take people with pre-existing conditions? What, what's been the effect of that? Well, it's not a sustainable system. I mean, insurance companies are not money makers. They have to stay in business, and, and they have to have some control over their costs. And, and so what we're having in Obamacare, you know, a lot of things have changed in the last couple of years, but we have fewer companies now participating in the exchanges. We no longer have the individual mandate, so people are dropping out of uh, they're not buying insurance, which is going to make it more expensive. It's going to reduce the pool that these insurance companies rely on, which is going to drive premiums up, and it's a downward spiral that premiums go up. Fewer people can afford, fewer people buy into the system, and then, boom, you won't have a provider. And and then, you know, everyone is going to have nowhere else to turn except the government programs, expanded Medicaid or Medicare. Uh, we're talking about expanding Medicare, but those aren't the solutions at all either. In fact, you know, there is an end. Um, we have states now who have expanded their Medicaid programs and opened it up to uh, people who are not defined as truly needy, and they're starting to see these unanticipated costs because there's just no cap on enrollment. And, and the federal government is not going, the federal government has enough money problems 
uh, in itself to be forever uh, subsidizing this expanded program. So it's going to be a really difficult situation. People are going to become dependent on it and try to get rid of it. Um, it's going to be a very tough thing to do politically. Now, when I talked to somebody, uh, uh, told them that I was going to have uh, this discussion today, um, they brought up uh, a, a person they knew who was born with hemophilia. Uh, and another disease, you know, that any other disease like that that involves expensive care for life, that's a pre-existing condition. You're born with it. So how do you, who pays right. for that? How, how does that? How is, how can that be taken care of? Well, you know, we have done that for decades, decades ago. We were able to take care of that population. In fact, I remember I, I um, encountered a family right after Obamacare in 2014 started, or it was. 2010 it was passed, but it was in the beginning stages of that program, and I encountered a family that had significant disabilities. They had, I think the father had cerebral palsy, the mom had this thing called brittle disease, uh, brittle bone disease, and the, they had twins, and the twins inherited the disease. They, they had enormous healthcare treatment costs, and they were able to get a lot of that care met. They were also limited in their ability to earn a paycheck. So they had some income coming in, but it was very fixed, and they were able to get care under a special state program. You know, we don't have a lot of people who fit in that category, but because it was for a, a program reserved for truly needy people, the state was able to make it work and help subsidize those expenses. Then Obamacare came, and they lost that program. They wow. lost it. It was run by Blue Cross, and they didn't know what to do because it was a huge disruption in their medical service. They were telling them that they had to go now shop in this with this situation on the exchanges. And they were, you know, we had the problems initially with the exchanges, getting on, getting, you know, getting, you know, signing up for the program. Mm -hmm. Uh, they just did not know what to do, and they were encouraging them then to go on to Medicaid, which they were so afraid because they weren't sure that they were going to be able to get the care that they had been getting in the past. And and so it was very disruptive to even the very disabled. So Obamacare made it worse for them. That's one case. It, it certainly did. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're talking to uh, Anne-Marie Scheiber, uh, research fellow at the Heartland Institute and managing editor of Healthcare News. That's also a, a Heartland Institute publication. Um, I've got about two minutes left here. Um, I just wonder, what's your r a response when you hear Bernie Sanders or one of the other socialist or socialist-leaning uh, Democratic candidates say that we should be ashamed because we're the only industrialized country that doesn't have government health care for everybody? Well, I, I think there is this perception that it's a utopia in these other markets, and that's not the case. We know that it's difficult sometimes to get cutting-edge drugs because of price controls in these other single-payer markets. Um, you know, what we have, you know, we have a lot of government already in our, it's not exactly single-payer, but we have a significant portion of our healthcare system paid for by the government. So, Look at the problems we have now and just double that if we're going to expand Medicare for all or whatever they want to call it. You know, to me, the solution is to allow more free market reforms and allow the government or, you know, it's, our changes aren't going to happen overnight. You know, there's just a whole bunch of things that we can do to expand and bring in more free market forces to bring down the cost and improve accessibility, you know, health savings accounts, short-term health insurance plans, keeping Medicaid for the truly needy, uh, opening the door for innovation, telemedicine, direct primary care, dental therapy. I mean, I can go on and on. We, you know, talk about this in our publication, Healthcare News, each month. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading a really good book now. If you really want to know how the healthcare market got to where it is, it's called Overcharged, uh, written by... Charlie Silver and David Hyman at the Cato Institute. It's a really good read if you want to learn more about the healthcare market and why we are in the state that we are. Anne Marie, uh, you did it perfectly. I'm out of time, and I you were able to finish your sentence. I like it when it works that way. And thanks for being here. I'm up against a hard break. Thank you. All right, thank you, John. Okay, that's Anne Marie Scheiber of uh, the, she's a research fellow at the Heartland Institute. We thank her. When we come back. We're going to talk about something that actually made me want to throw up that the new football coach in, in Arizona is going to do. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The wife of Venezuelan opposition leader Juan Guaido was welcomed Wednesday at the White House. 
She rallies international support for the ouster of President Nicolas Maduro. Fabiana Rosales says through an interpreter there's a fight for life or death in her country. Venezuela is going through a terrible crisis. The power crisis is very serious. Children are dying, are dying in hospitals. Children are dying because they have no food. The United States was the first nation to recognize Guaido as interim president, asserting that Maduro's re-election last year was illegitimate and it has stepped up sanctions and other diplomatic measures in the hopes of forcing Maduro to give up power. On Wall Street, the Dow by 32 points to 25,625. The Nasdaq dropped 49. The S&P lower by 13. Oil down 53 cents to 59.41 a barrel. This is SRN News. My neighbors always ask me, Hey Pete, how do you keep your yard so nice? Pete makes it simple with a Scott's Turf Builder feeding program. It's the best way to get a greener, stronger lawn, guaranteed. All it takes is four easy feedings. Just once in early spring, late spring, summer, and fall. Providing your lawn the nutrition and weed control it needs to stay lush and green. So, now you know my secret. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a Scott's Turf Builder program today. Unplanned, based on a life-changing true story. My name is Abby Johnson. I used to be the director of this clinic. The Daily Wire says Planned Parenthood is not going to like it. America wants abortion, which is why we exist. Glenn Beck says you have never seen anything like this. You've managed to make an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet. Unplanned, in theaters March 29th. Visit Unplanned.com for tickets. Rated R. Dennis Prager explains how the left works. The use of government power for political ends, that is exactly what the left is about, has always been about. There are no limits to the efforts it will make using government to suppress its foes. There are no limits. The IRS was just a hint of it. This is a very scary thing. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The Answer. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own Farmers Insurance Agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit BeAFarmersAgent.com and start growing. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. For 320 we can feed a family of four for a year and give them clean water for life. I'm John Steigerwald, and your business could be the answer to saving lives. When we build a well in a village, if the pump breaks, the community leader will call Food for the Poor and we replace that pump. If that well runs dry, they call Food for the Poor. We come out and we redig a well. We don't just leave it and then they have to worry about everything. We actually maintain it for life. Become a business benefactor with the answer today. Make a $1,200 tax-deductible gift to Food for the Poor and we'll give you $1,200 in free primetime advertising for your business this year. We don't get a dime of the money. 100% goes to Food for the Poor to meet this immediate need. Your gift will feed nearly four families for a year and provide water for life. Imagine that. Food for a year and water for life all because of you. Call 412-937-1500 412-937-1500 online at theanswerpgh.com Offer ends March 31st. Hi, I'm Mike Ditcher. On the field, they called me Iron Mike. But some days, even Iron Mike can feel a little rusty. So I turned to Blue Emu. Blue Emu's non-greasy, deep-penetrating formula gets down deep for big-time comfort. And more importantly, it doesn't leave me smelling like a locker room. Now, do you excuse me? I have some yelling to do. You hit like old men. Blue Emu. It works fast and you won't stink. In traffic, we've got the answer. On the Parkway West, you're crawling along on the inbound side, 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound also, heavy Banksville Road to Carnegie. Heavy delays on the Parkway East as well. Outbound Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale. Looking at pretty normal volume on the inbound side. Parkway North, that's slowing down outbound from Route 19 to Cemetery Lane. Also from McAleer Road up to 79 Merge. Now we're also seeing delays on northbound 79 Noblestown Road up to approaching 51. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
clear to partly cloudy tonight, not quite as cold as last night, the low 37 for tomorrow, turning out mostly cloudy and milder, with a passing shower or two in the afternoon, highs right around 60 degrees, mild tomorrow night with clouds and a shower, low 48 and for Friday, cloudy with a couple of showers, high 58 degrees. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, we don't do a sports show here per se, but we do manage to work sports in a lot. And sometimes um, we actually just talk about sports, period, and talk about X's and O's. I'm not going to do that today. Um, we do, we'll do that in the future, though. And um, maybe when the Penguins get into the playoffs, we'll get a hockey expert on here to talk a little bit about that. But... Um, there's so many things happening in sports, either at the pro or college level or all the way down to the youth sports. There's always something in the news that gets my attention and uh, makes me think it's worth talking about. And, and many times it's something that makes me want to just throw up. Now, uh, yesterday, yesterday you may remember, if you were listening yesterday, we talked about cuddling. Um there's a this isn't sports but it was just uh, in case you missed it yesterday there's a group down in uh, eastern pennsylvania i think near philly and it's uh it's a men who cuddle and the organization actually it's actually an organization a you know pro, uh, not a professional but a, a an organized cuddling group where men go to somewhere and they cuddle now it's not sexual and it's in in, in nature and it's um it's very well organized and it's uh, it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, and it's for men, grown men, no kids, so it's no there's no pedophilia suspicions here, or anything like that. It's grown men who you know they're having a tough time and they just need to cuddle. Uh, why why if you were not gay you'd want to cuddle with a man instead of I don't I don't know, but that that's what they do. I'm just telling you what they do, and um, so I'm thinking that. That maybe uh, this, they should try this with the St. Louis, or I'm sorry, the Arizona Cardinals uh, football team. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who spells his name by the way K L I F F Kingsbury, which I think is I think it's actually kind of cool. But uh, but um, he's the new coach of the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, he is going. He's made a you know he's a new coach, so he's being asked a lot about his. Well, what kind of philosophy he has as a coach? What kind of team he expects to have? You know, what what's going to be his approach to offense, defense, uh, how he's going to handle players, and all that stuff. So here's what, um, according to ESPN, what uh, Cliff Kingsbury has come up with. I'll read the quote for you. You start every twenty or thirty minutes. Uh, he's going to let the players. This is just. <laughs> <laughs> this says so. This is so much beyond sports. I don't know if it says something about the insanity of of electronic uh, gadgets and and social media. It says a lot about that, obviously, and it must say something about the the um, the generation that exists now, uh, the millennial generation that is that makes up most of what uh, most of football players in the NFL. Um, but anyway, uh, he says that he's going to give his players uh, a, a check, a time to check their cell phones every twenty or thirty minutes during meetings. So you're in there having a meeting about, you know, you're playing the Steelers this week, and you're in there with a the defense, and you're talking about, now listen, this is what the Steelers like to do on third and long. If you see this formation, and uh, he's, he's going to take a break because here's what this is the quote. You start to see kind of hands twitch. He was a college coach at Texas Tech and didn't have very much success there. A lot of people wondering how he ended up with this job. But anyway, you start to see kinds of a kind of hands twitching and legs shaking, and you know they need to get that social media fix. So we'll let them hop over there and then get back in the meeting and refocus. What is this kindergarten? These are these are these are grown men. And I've been saying for a long time that uh, men in America need to grow up. And, I, you know, I include myself in that. But men, American men just have needed to grow up for a long time. 
Uh, all you need to do is look at the guys running around in football jerseys with the player's name on the back and getting in fights because they see somebody walk. I mean, it's one thing when you're 18, but, you know, 35-year-old men getting in fights at football games because they're wearing a uh, a Steelers jersey and somebody has the nerve to walk by wearing a Bengals jersey. But anyway, that's what he's going to do. Uh, he's going to let his players... Take twenty uh, after every tw- every twenty or thirty minutes. <laughs> Not like on Wednesdays we're going to take a break for uh, for social media. Every twenty or thirty minutes, Cliff Kingsbury. Now the thing is scary; is it might work, but if he wins games, they'll attribute some of it to this. But now, I mean, I'm I'm not from that generation, obviously. I is are there actually human beings walking around out there who can't? focus on their job. This is their job, you know, being football players. So a football player being in a meeting is no different from you being in a meeting if you're out there selling insurance or if you if you run a business and you have a, a meeting with your salespeople or if they had a meeting here at the radio station. Like if, a, if they have a meeting here at the, at the station, does the boss, is it, after like 20 minutes, is he going, oh, geez, I see, I see some hands twitching over there and legs shaking. That used to mean you had to pee, but now, I guess now, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, Oh, I'm sorry. Let's take a break and let's go, everybody, check and see what's happening on Instagram for you. What could possibly be happening on social media that would be so important that a guy who's being paid, in the case of any in any situation, they're they're going to be making you know somebody making a good buck at a job that requires meetings, that whatever you're being paid, you're going to. If you're being paid what amounts to $100 an hour for a job, a good job somewhere, you're going to take 20 or 30, every 20 or 30 minutes, you're going to stop to look at your phone? Uh, What, are you going to take a selfie and say, we're having a meeting, and show everybody your meeting? Uh, I mean, this whole idea that what you got to, everything that you do has to be, you have to, you have to make sure that everyone you know, family, friends, or at least a special group of friends, whoever it is that you communicate with on a regular basis, they have to know what you're doing. You know, if they if you have a if you have a, a lunch, you got to take a picture of the sandwich you're eating and send it to twelve of your friends. <laughs> you know, you have a good bowel movement. You have to tell your friends about it because it's you know everybody needs to know what you did and nothing nothing uh, that is. If it's not recorded on video, it didn't happen. So if, if you happen to be on vacation and you see a dinosaur uh, come up out of the, out of the uh, ocean, out of the lake, and it's a great thing and you're really excited about it, it's a great experience, if it just didn't happen for you if you didn't have your phone with you and you were able to take a picture of it. But these are grown men, and they're just not grown men. They're grown men who are being paid. I don't know what the average salary is in the NFL now, but I'm pretty sure it's over a million dollars. And there are going to be guys in that room making uh, $10, 15000000 million a year, which comes to like somewhere between 800000 and a million dollars a week because they get paid – you know, a game check for the number for paying, playing, being on the team for a, a week uh, during the season. You get a game check. That's how you get paid. So this guy, this coach, is going to let these grown men take a break from the meeting and look at their phones. Uh, there's, there's really, there's no hope for humanity. Really, I'll be right back. Water, a lack of food. Angel Aloma, he's the executive director for Food for the Poor. So people are, are already living in this type of squalor, and then all of a sudden the protests and the tire burning. I'm John Steigerwald, and your business could be the answer to saving lives today. More in a moment. Basically, food is completely short, water is completely short, and once they start drinking that contaminated water, it's really troublesome, particularly for the children whose immune system is already compromised. Become a business benefactor with the answer today. You make a $1,200 
$100 tax-deductible gift to Food for the Poor, and we'll give you $1,200 in free primetime advertising for your business this year. We don't get a dime of the money. 100% goes to Food for the Poor to meet this immediate need. Your gift will feed nearly four families for a year and provide water for life. Call 412-937-1500, 412-937-1500, or give online at theanswerpgh.com. Do it now. Offer ends March 31st. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial Plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. You watch what you eat. You're hitting the gym. You're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the original mattress factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an original mattress factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The tradition... The suspense. The race. The Kentucky Derby is the pinnacle of horse racing. Rocket Mortgage is giving away 20 VIP trips to witness the Kentucky Derby in person. And one lucky winner will receive $250,000. Use it to purchase your dream home or pay off your mortgage. Enter today at homestretchsweepstakes.com. Oh, come The fashion. The mint juleps. The parties. This is your opportunity to experience it all firsthand thanks to the Rocket Mortgage Home Stretch Sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win $250,000 and one of 20 VIP trips to the Kentucky Derby. The Rocket Mortgage Home Stretch Sweepstakes. Enter today at homestretchsweepstakes.com. No purchase necessary. 21 years or older. Ends on April 7, 2019. Homestretchsweepstakes.com. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Warning. Listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, there's something new and special I want to talk to you about right now. It's called Food for the Poor. And here at AM 1250, The Answer, we're looking for your help to raise money for food for the people of Haiti. A little while ago, I spoke with Angel Aloma. He's the executive director for Food for the Poor. Angel, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So uh, before we get into what exactly it is uh, you guys are doing, Food for the Poor, um, can you just give us kind of a, a summary of just how bad things are in Haiti right now? Basically, there has been a lack of clean water, a lack of food, a lack of money in general, and uh, the doctors and the hospitals that we support are telling us this could actually open up to the worst um, epidemic of, uh, of um, cholera and also of, of malnutrition, that they're seeing a lot of malnutrition coming in. Um, we have to understand that Haiti is a country that at best of times is in crisis. I mean, um, as much as 80% of the country is unemployed or underemployed, the large part of the population lives under $2 a day, which means that, they are, um, that that's what's defined as extreme poverty. So people are, are already living in this type of squalor, and then all of a sudden this happens now, and the protests and the tire burning and so forth. And what happens is that it's uh, all the 
downtown closed down, some of it was looted, and so basically food is completely short, water is completely short, and once they start drinking that contaminated water, it's really troublesome, particularly for the children whose immune system is already compromised. Yeah, so... um uh, where do you begin? I mean, what what this is? It's just an uh, uh, an unbelievably bad situation. Where does food for the poor begin? And and who are the volunteers who who see to it that this food gets to the people? And how many of them are there? And well, how do you do that? How do you we organize have in, that? in Haiti, for example, we have over three thousand churches and and missionaries who are distributed. We have seven distribution centers all over the island, so the food is sent to them, and our projects department will go to a village and, and dig the well, have the well dug, and have the water pumping. But basically, it's the missionaries and the churches. We work basically church to church, church to missionary. So uh, l- let's uh, run down what uh, people's money can get uh, if for, if, for people who uh, choose to contribute, what that money, how much money uh, is needed and what each uh, uh, payment can go for? Well, for $320, we can feed a family of four for a year and give them clean water for life. Wow. What do we mean by clean water for life? When we build a well in a village um, uh, that, say, have a thousand people, um, uh, we, if that well, if the, if the pump breaks, they call, the community leader will call Food for the Poor and we replace that pump. If that well runs dry, they call Food for the Poor. We come out and we redig a well somewhere nearby to the village again that has water. So when we do a well, we don't just leave it and then they have to worry about everything. We actually maintain it for life. And uh, 500 for a family of six, I see here, $1,000 for 12 people. That's feed 12 people for a year. Um, uh, actually, yes. Wow. And water for life. And I would guess, uh, and how that you actually uh, seeing this firsthand can really get a feel for the good that this money is doing. Oh, I see it all the time. I, I see women who have gone to bed at night worrying that their children may not live to see the light of day. And when I go back there and they have clean water and they have food, they go to bed at night now smiling and thanking God that their kids are doing well. Well, uh, you're doing well and Food for the Poor is doing the job and uh, we're happy to help. So uh, how how can people make sure that uh, you get uh, this money and and get this food to uh, the people of Haiti? Well, they can go to the website and uh, and to your website, right. and they can give from there. And uh, they can. Oh, there are also phone numbers on the website that they can call. Um, basically, the important thing is not to leave it for two hours later or for tomorrow, because then life gets in the way. This is, uh, those who are who are inspired to give, and I know that your um, your listeners have been very generous in the past. Um, so, you know, they're inspired to give, to do it, because it's really a, an emergency. It's really a crisis that we need help right away. And here's a special offer for you if you're a business owner. If you donate $1,200 to Food for the Poor, AM 1250, the answer, will give you $1,200 worth of advertising. No cost to you. We'll write and produce the commercials at no cost to you. Here's the number to call, 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. And by the way, uh, Luciano's Brick Oven up in Mars, PA, uh, on uh, Charberry, Charberry Lane, uh, they did uh, donate $1,200, and they will be getting $1,200 uh, worth of advertising here on AM1250, The Answer, and that money will go to uh, Food for the Poor, which will feed a lot of kids and get water for life, and you heard all those details. So i got a couple minutes left here, and um, baseball season opens tomorrow. The Pirates play their home opener, not home opener, their opener tomorrow in Cincinnati. The home opener is Monday, and um, <clears throat> I I have a hard time caring about baseball. I've said many times, if you've listened to me uh, or re- read my sports columns, I think Major League Baseball is a joke because of the uh, disparity in revenue uh, streams and the fact that uh, some teams can afford to sign big-time free agents. Some, some, like the Pirates, can't, and some teams can keep their stars, and some teams, like the Pirates, can't. So I think that's a joke. and No, no league that has that 
uh, situation should be taken seriously. But um, there's a story on Deadspin today about the cost of going to games, and it's, it's stunning. Um, what, what, and, and here's the thing. It's, it's now become – we talked about uh, this uh, coach in St. Louis, uh, Kingsbury, uh, having uh, – deciding that he's going to let his players take a break every 20 or 30 minutes to check out social media because, God forbid, they would actually have to have a uh, – you know, a, 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 the ability to like focus on something, uh, an attention span longer than twelve minutes. So, <clears throat> but baseball uh, is getting ridiculously expensive, and some some of the things that are happening. This is another thing that drives me crazy. Uh, like in um, in uh, in Tampa or no, in Washington, where the Nationals play. They are not going to allow people to bring backpacks into the game because it's uh, for security purposes. Now, here's the other thing. Who needs a backpack at a baseball game? Now, the only reason I can uh, even imagine for having a backpack would be to bring food in because the food is ridiculously expensive. But what about just going to the game, you know? And, And can you go two and a half hours without eating? You know, get a Coke. Maybe a bag of peanuts, and that's it. But you know, a, a Coke, a, a die, a drink. The uh, average price. This is uh, according to t- Team Marketing Report. The average price of a hot dog is five dollars and ninety-seven cents. Six bucks for a hot dog. It's um, oh beer. I'm sorry, beer is five ninety-seven. A hot dog's only four ninety-five. Only five bucks. And a and a soda known as pop here in Pittsburgh. A Coke. Four dollars and sixty cents. So there you go. You get a hot dog and a beer. It'll cost you uh, eleven dollars. Okay, and and they always when they talk about what it's going to cost for a family of four. Here's a suggestion for you: if you think it's too expensive for a family of four, don't take your family to the game. How about getting your buddy and going to the game? You know, like the I went to a lot of games without my family. You know, kids were four years old. You don't take a four-year-old. You see these people in the stands with babies. Leave the kid at home. Get a babysitter. Take your wife to the game or, or go go with your buddy to the game. It only costs you whatever it costs for one ticket, one hot dog, and one beer. Uh, who goes to the game and spends $300 on a, on a bunch of four-year-old kids? I see these people on... At the, you know, on the on the telecast, there's a guy sitting along the third baseline with an infant in his arms, wearing a wearing a pirate hat. He's first of all, he's risking his life down there, getting hit by a line drive. The kid has no idea why he's in a crowd of people screaming and yelling. Knows no concept of what a baseball game is, and what's he doing there? Leave the kid at home. The money that it costs to go to games is just unbelievable. And uh, uh, if you need me, I'll be in the press box. I get in for free, or I ain't going. I'll see you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.